Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Your Angry Angry Neighborhood Feminist. I don't know. I just feel like we need to bring (sighs) some change into that at some point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mini episodes are always weird. They're very weird. I feel like we've basically overheated already tonight. Yeah. We've had a few glasses of wine. I had had three glasses of wine before I even came over here. What? Yeah. Just like periodically through the day. I wasn't like chugging it. No, I would never wine shame you. You have to know that. (laughs) Wow, what kind of laugh just came out of me? About our relationship. That was like a cough laugh. Well, welcome to our mini episode. The miniest of episodes. Which is kind of like my favorite. You know? These are my favorite episodes because we're weird. We're maybe not. I don't know. But they are fun because we're like loose. Loosey goosey. Loosey goosey, ready for life. Ready for anything to be thrown at us, Keegan. And in contrast to last week's episode, this week, I don't have a lot of stuff, and all of my stuff is lighthearted. Oh, so. I have one thing, and it's depressing as fuck. Oh, great. Should we open with that? Sure, <laughs> let's go for it. The only thing that I, that is really kind of taking over my mind is the shooting at the YouTube headquarters. Yeah, that shit was bonkers. Yeah, dude. it's not great, I gotta say that. Have you watched any of her videos? I have not. She is scary. Yeah. Tell me, walk me through it. She's just, it's just, and I don't mean to be, like, really judgmental or anything. I mean, I guess she did shoot up a building, but she is... Yeah, I think you have a right to be judgmental (laughs) of this person. I've been given permission. Yeah. But she is, um, just really weird. Like... This says, in LA Times, it says, in one video, Nassim Narhafi Agdam refers to herself as a ninja before making a series of odd stunted motions sliced between clips from the reality series America's Got Talent. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, her videos are so strange, and she's got, like, anti-animal cruelty videos, and then she has a few where you can just tell that she's, like, so paranoid, where she is talking about YouTube and how they are demonetized monetizing her videos and they're doing things deliberately to make sure she doesn't get views. She's fu- that picture She's of mugshot of her is literally going to haunt me in my dreams. Yeah, save that. We'll post it on I was going to say I'm posting that shit for she's, sure. She's she's scary. Like she looks like she's had a lot of work done too. And then I know a thing happened where she eventually I think I don't know if she got taken off of YouTube or if she just had like a lot of bitterness to YouTube because she thought that they were like you know censoring her. Yeah. But she eventually um, went missing or whatever, and the cops like contacted her father. God, I keep seeing the mugshot. It's yeah, scary. The shit out of me. Yeah, and then her father was like, "Well, you should check the YouTube building because I know she has a lot of hate for that company." And she was found like sleeping outside of it, like a, or a block away from it in her car. That's so yeah. disgusting. Isn't it scary? I remember when it first happened that they were saying that it was something to do with like a boyfriend. That's that not what there. I've heard. I've heard that no, she No, it was it was when it first happened. They were like Just because it's a woman shooter has to have probably. to do with a boyfriend? Like that's stupid. So sexist people. Isn't it? Women can shoot people for other reasons, you guys. Yeah, listen, it's not always about you. <laughs> I can't I honestly 
I'm sorry, I can't with her fucking mugshot. Let's it's see. the we don't need to mugshot shame her. Madigan. Shut the fuck up, Keegan. <laughs> don't even go there with me. I can do what I damn well please. You're being really aggressive. Shut up. <laughs> Are you taking a picture of me right yes. now? Why? I look so bad. Stalking in. Stop. Do what I want. Can I have a picture with her mugshot? Yeah, of course. What else am I here for? Actually, no, don't put... I'm, like, making a kissy face at her. It makes it look like I love it's the shooter. very shooter. romantic. Yeah, let's not ever let that see the light of day. <laughs> I can't. I can't look at her anymore. She's horrifying. Yeah, it's just... It's incredibly fucked up and yeah, I mean, and we've been making we've been making too. light of it just now in making jokes and all that stuff but it's it there's really nothing funny about it it's nothing it is again once again somebody who is quite obviously mentally unhinged yeah. and had the ability to access a weapon and go in and terrify an entire group of people yeah oh it's horrifying yeah like it's just it's bonkers to me too that you know people make such broad like decisions where they're like okay these people are doing things to my videos which obviously she's being paranoid she's like so it makes them the most sense the most sensible thing that i can do right now is go shoot it up. yeah i'll go show them i'll show them who's boss i'll yeah. go shoot at random workers who work there like, right who have probably people... nothing to do with absolutely you. not yeah it's just it's so bizarre to me yeah it's very upsetting and clearly that yeah it's that person should not have been near a weapon at all yeah, I mean, and just the fact that, obviously, the feelings that she had towards YouTube and this company were such that her father even knew to tell the police that exactly. this is something that you should be looking on the lookout yeah, for. That's, that's how bad it was. It wasn't, like, some deep secret or anything like that. It wasn't yeah. completely out of the blue. People knew she was unhinged. Yeah. And Well, and maybe the reason that YouTube was kind of, like, monitoring her videos and, like, doing if they were doing anything i don't know because maybe they were seeing her as some sort of person who isn't healthy enough to be mm -hmm. on that website and, and you know what i don't know what all she was posting because youtube took down her channel yeah um after the shooting of course mm -hmm. but so i don't know everything that she was posting i've seen like bits and pieces and clips of some of her videos but we don't know everything she was posting and it is quite possible that she was posting things that were dangerous or yeah, violated their policy yeah, and maybe they were censoring some of the things yeah. that she put up there. Then it was with reason, but yeah. you know she also seems like she's quite a paranoid person. Yeah, so yeah, man. it's unclear. But I know that this is the absolute wrong thing to think. But whenever you heard that the woman was a shooter, that shooter, the shooter was a woman, were you just like, oh, God? Because I can, I can hear. I can hear the trolls. I can hear yeah. them already. I hear yeah. them already coming out of the this woodwork. This is why women shouldn't be president. That's what I thought when <laughs> okay. I heard that. I was like, damn it. Um, kind of, yeah. Yeah, especially just because we've been getting so many trolls lately that I was like, oh, man. Yeah. That's going to be crazy. Well, I mean. But they're going to use the same. I mean, I'm sure people could go through, like, what you like to say, mental gymnastics to try to <laughs> justify what she's done. And, I mean, this shooting hasn't gotten as much attention Yeah, and I think as, it's because no one died but her. Yeah, like she died. I think she took her own life. I think. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. That's what but, I read. Um, but I, but she did injure like three other people. So. Right, and you're she still went into a fucking place of business and right. brought a weapon. You and violated it's horrible. You violated their sense of safety. Yeah, like even if no one had been hurt, yeah. just I mean, because listen, at my job, I work in an office, and we have active shooter things in our break room of what to do in an active shooter situation. That's so scary to me. And it would be 
horrifying to me. Yeah. If that happened, even oh, if no one ever got hurt, you'd it would be, be traumatized. Yeah, it's it's horrifying. Your sense of safety is completely violated. This is a place where. I mean, we talked about it with schools, but also as an adult, like, work is somewhere that you go and you kind of expect to be pretty safe there. Yeah, you, you expect know? to just have your regular dull old day at yeah, work. Yeah, because as shitty as, as it like, should be. <laughs> yeah, as shitty as your office job is, it is also, like, a second home. There's, yeah. I don't spend time as much time anywhere else besides home as I do in my cubicle at work or yeah. in my office, you know? Yeah. Like, so to have that violated is so so scary yeah and so not okay it's still your own personal space in a way that is being jeopardized yeah absolutely absolutely very horrifying yeah so and you know I I don't know what's wrong with her but obviously she had some really serious mental issues and yeah didn't get the help that she needed for it and again was still able to access a weapon yep um so something needs to be done about that as we have addressed Many a time. Many, many, many times. Keegan, what do you have for us? What are some lighthearted, lovely things you have for us? Um, okay. Well, there is a startup, and I think they have a Kickstarter. Yeah, a UK startup has began selling a subscription service to period products in 2015, and it's the menstrual the menstrual version of the Dollar Shave Club. Oh. They offered both disposable and reusable products. So basically this is a reusable tampon applicator. So that because I mean that honestly makes more sense to me than it like actually I does. would rather use a reusable tampon applicator than a reusable like pad. Yeah, wash. Oh yeah, and people do that. Yeah, Yeah, they do. A lot of people do. But I would rather use something that's because harder than I I do feel like I do feel like a tampon applicator is is tough enough plastic that you could rinse it out fairly like easily. Like it's durable enough. And you could if you're making it for it to be reusable, I'm sure they're using different things that are more sturdy sturdy and there for longevity yeah when I first heard this I don't know you know you and I have had this conversation and I'm sure when we do a period episode we will talk more in depth about it we need to like figure out when our periods are gonna sync up well I put it on our list of episodes whenever I thought it would be kind of closer in between because this month we were off by a little bit yeah I have mine right now mine was ending when yours was starting yeah basically but I I am very weird about things like I want to be really conscious about the planet and things like that, but I am so like squicked out by like the diva cup and like things. Well, like that. I was gonna say like we'll get into it more when we when we do our period yeah. episode. I used the diva cup for like two periods, and I was gonna use it again this time, but like it just takes so much time. Exactly, like uh, that. That's why you have to get it in just right. Yeah, it's and just. She, that's my, and being uncomfortable, like, look, man, you're already in pain, you're already, like, all these other things, and if you're, if you're also uncomfortable because, like, you didn't situate your, like, diva cup correctly, oh, that seems yeah. terrible. But, and like, also just, like, sticking your fingers up yourself ew, when you're that bloody ugh, that often. Oh my god, I'm gonna get It's, like, it's just not, and I get such bad cramps, too, that, like, I don't want to be prodding yeah. around yes. in there. The diva cup is supposed to be better for cramps, and I did kind of experience that because with tampons they say that there is kind of like because it's soaking things they have chemicals in, in them yeah and they're and they're soaking you know what i mean there's something to it i feel like that makes it's me like, just <sighs> feel tighter and like yeah. not as yeah but i think it's the ease of use because yeah because when easy. i first heard about this reusable tampon applicator i was like 
okay. I was like kind of grossed out by it, but then I was like, okay, I think that this is something that I could probably get behind because it's yeah. really only, it's still a tampon and it's really only for the time whenever you're inserting it or, or taking it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I feel like it is something that I can get behind, but I think ultimately, and I still think I would use it. I would try it. If yeah. somebody was like, you know, if Here they wanted is. to sponsor us and be like, we're going to send you. Oh, I'd be so down. Send you one and you guys. I love trying new, new products yeah. like that. Like if any, if there's ever any new, like supposedly ways that are going to make my period easier, it's my period is so horrible. Yeah. But I'd be like, anything you got for me, I'll but, fucking try. But that's the thing. It would have to make my period easier. And I feel like things like this don't make it easier. It makes no, it I don't harder. think it would make it harder because, like, okay, when I was using the Diva Cup, that's something that you have to, like, wash in between. It takes an extra, like, two seconds to wash I it I know, off. but whenever you feel like your uterus is falling out of your body and ripping you apart, yeah. I don't know that you want to take an extra two seconds. Well, but it would be, you'd be cleaning it up after it's inside of you, after you've inserted the tampon. All right. You know yeah, what I mean? okay, yeah, yeah. You would probably keep it, like, yes. with the Diva Cup, you have, like, a specific little bag. You'd yeah. probably keep it somewhere. Take it out. Put your new little tampon thing in there. Put okay. it in. Listen. And then once you're all situated, you would just, wa- when you wash your hands, you would just, like, wash it and stick it back in the little baggie. From an environmental standpoint, I am all on board with this. Like, I'm totally on board with it. So you're just being a lazy bitch? I'm... I am in pain that again. My periods hurt really badly. Tampons hurt me. Um, so, but listen, listen. Listen. UK startup, whose name I didn't even bother to learn, so you're not even going to give a shit about anything that I'm about to say. Um, nope, can't find, uh, no. Dame, 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 Dame. Dame. I've heard of that. Listen, Dame. 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 Please. I know you're trying to make money right now. But give us money. <laughs> or just give us free stuff. Yeah, that's cool. And then we will try it, and we will report back yes. to the world yes. about how it went. And to I'm sure our, it'll be great. To our 465 followers. <laughs> Precisely. And, and they will all buy one. Even the men. All of them. <laughs> It'd be great. Every man knows a woman. Every man has a... It, wouldn't that be the best present? See? Happy birthday, Listen. Mom! Listen, we all... Like, we already have the pitch. Every man knows a woman. Every woman is a woman. Therefore, every woman needs a dame. Right? Fucking stop. <laughs> okay. Keegan... Well, we just went, uh, we were just talking about the female reproductive system. Should we talk talk about about the male reproductive system? Let's see what's going on there. Fantastic. On the subject of men's sexual organs. Their penises? Jordan Peele will help tell the story of Lorena Bobbitt for Amazon. Do you know who Lorena Bobbitt is? Nope. Tell me. She is that woman in the 80s who cut off her man's dick. Did you hear, did you know about that? I mean, I have heard stories about women cutting her off. tail. Well, this woman actually did it. it for was a second, like, when you said her tail, I pictured a woman with a tail. It was a weird T-A-L-E. moment. T-A-L-E. Sorry. Um, so this was in, actually, it wasn't the 80s. It was the 90s. It was um, sometime in the 90s. Is, was this what teeth was inspired by? 
No, but have you seen Teeth? It's great. Uh, fucking probably ten times. It's the best thing in the world. I've seen it way too many times. I used to show it, like, my friends in high school and I were obsessed with it, and then whenever we had, like, a new friend, we would be like, you gotta check out this movie, it's so good. That's how you gauge friendship, like, are we gonna <laughs> and be friends? And then watch it with them, and, like, I just loved watching it with guys and just have them freak out. Teeth is, teeth is great. Teeth it's is actually, it's actually very cinematic good. cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. Before there was Sharknado... There was teeth, but teeth has such a great like moral yeah don't story. don't rape people yeah don't be a fucking dick. I'm and gonna you show if I up. ever have a son when he turns like eleven, I'm gonna show him that movie. Yeah, listen, <laughs> don't violate a woman because you don't know if she has razor sharp fucking shark teeth in her vag. Okay, you don't. man, listen. Okay, here we go. So. <laughs> Jordan, P- so Lorena Bobbitt was this woman whose husband, I think he was like fucking around on her or something. And Men. when, I know, look, look, <laughs> this was a cautionary tale. This was a cautionary tale. For real. So he was like messing around on her or something. Don't do that. And one night while he was asleep, <laughs> she went up and uh-huh. chopped off his dick. With what? Like a kitchen knife or something. How did she, did she slide like a cutting board under there? I mean. <laughs> How do you cut just the penis and not cut like into his I mean, thighs? I'm or guessing like... you with one hand hold it by the tip, <laughs> you know? And then oh, with the other hand oh, just God. machete that shit. <laughs> he had to have been sharpening that knife for a while. Yeah, a while. Like yes. just, just maniacally yeah, drinking a glass you... of wine and like because <laughs> if you have to saw at all, like, no. that's fucked up shit. Like, that's a lot of, like, tough meat to cut through. It is. It's an like, organ. I feel like that would be tougher than, like, a finger. I mean, but she did it. She, she chopped it. his penis off, and then not only did she do that, but, like, while he was screaming in agony, I can only imagine, and bleeding out from his dick, or whatever was left there, he, she took his dick, got in the car, <laughs> drove, and threw that motherfucker <laughs> out the window. I shouldn't be laughing, but, like, in my head, I'm picturing it like it didn't happen, and... No, it's it just, happened. No, I know, but, like, if I'm gonna think about it, like, I have to disassociate a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's, her. it is truly horrific, but it's also one of those things that you just, you can't help but laugh at. Because you're just like, what? The because actual it's fuck? so absurd. It's, like, a, it's such, like, she absurdity threw it of it. out the window. Who she, found it? So, the, this is also great. The, um, why I know so much about this, I don't know. I love it. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go find, like, her autobiography or something should, later. No, there's, okay, there's so much to find. Because they, the police, or whoever, found his dick, and they were able to reattach it. That's hilarious. And then. Does it still work? Well. And then. <laughs> there's more. He, but wait. <laughs> He and Lorena got back together. <gasps> no. Like, they tried to make it work. What? He chopped your dick off. <laughs> but they, they tried to make it work, and then he went into porn. No! Dude, what is his name? I'm, um, gosh, why can no one... This poor man, no one ever remembers his name. They can only remember hers. Um, What is it? Lorena? Lorena Bobbitt. Bobbitt. Steve Smith. Wow, what a fucking white guy name. Yeah, Jesus. That's Sorry why no one remembers Steve Smith. That's why no one remembers Steve you. Steve Smith, porn star. I just gotta see this. I'm kind of curious. The naked porn videos. Oh, Pornhub is all over well, it. Well, of course they have it. 
cartoon porn? Oh, no, that's all fam. It's all American Dad. Well, I'll find it. Or I'm sure we can find it if we want to watch it. But, um... Just a lot of porn. All right, I'm going to move on. So, um... This, uh, the story will be presented as a four-part docu-series called Lorena, with Bobbitt's full participation. According wow. to The Hollywood Reporter, Peel is co-executive producing the project through his company, Monkey Paw Productions. In a statement, Peel said the series will attempt to ground a serious story of domestic abuse that was quickly turned into a penis punchline. So, the fact that you and I are sitting here laughing about it, we should not be, because his whole purpose of this is going to be like, this is fucking... Serious. It is serious. Yeah, we but we don't... Okay, but in our defense, we don't know that whole story right now. I definitely that's didn't true. know. That's true, and we will watch it. We and then we it. will probably be raging along with this woman and being like, damn right, you cut his dick off. Or but, the other way around, because I don't yeah, know how it's true. going to be framed. Like, when that's he says true. domestic abuse, was he abusing Lorena, or is he talking about Lorena cutting his dick off as an, as an act of domestic true. violence? That is true, because that is that is domestic violence. It is. Right it is true, and I know that you what and I What would be the female equivalent of cutting a dick off? Cutting a tit off. Yeah. Wasn't there a serial killer that did that? Would cut, like, there were the lots of serial out. killers who cut off boobs. Leave the boobs alone. <laughs> Boobies never did anything bad. Oh they just want to love you. Booby injuries gross me out so bad. So bad. Just anything to do with nipples for me grosses oh, me out. Oh, oh. Like... Gross. Don't even tell me about nipple clamps. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Um, when, sorry, let me continue. Not shaming you who like nipple clamps. I no, just couldn't handle actually, it. No, and they're probably all right. No, but I had a girl in my class who was who was very open about talking about her love of nipple play. Do you want to hear something really gross? I would love to. Okay, trigger warning to everyone right now. If you don't want to hear something that might, like, upset you deeply, you should fast forward, like, 30 seconds. Um, so I'm in this girl group on, uh, Facebook and they were talking about how if you need to get, like, if you need, if you, like, die or whatever and paramedics need to resuscitate you and they have to use those, like, shocker things on your chest, they have to rip out your nipple rings if you have them. They rip them out. Okay, but I have to say that's, like, my number one instinct when I see someone with actual rings. I just want to go, boop. Oh, God. Like, yeah, if you if you have your nips pierced... Why they, can't they just be like, hold on, let me just take these Because out. it takes too long. They're trying to, like, they're trying to resuscitate you, and your the electric... Your nips would be fucking gone. Or they, or, um, I read another thing that Are was, Are they like, gonna pay for the plastic surgery to get my nips reconstructed? They saved your life. Look, they did, they did their due diligence already. They could have just true. let you die. That's true. Um... Or they, or someone else said they cut them off. And I was like, what? My best friend has her nipples pierced. So I'm going to tell her about that. That is so horrific. Sorry, I just sounded like a demon when I made that noise. Um, okay. Well, so Peel says, when we hear the name Bobbitt, we think of one of the most sensational incidents to ever be catapulted into a full-blown media spectacle. With this project, Lorena has a platform to tell her truth, as well as engage in a critical conversation about gender dynamics, abuse, and her demand for justice. This is Lorena's story, and we're honored to help her tell it. Oh, cool. I'm very fascinated to see what this is really going to be about. This is going to be great. Because, I, okay, so while I know it's kind of like this misandrist, feminist, like fist-in-the-air moment when we think about, yeah. like, oh, she cut his dick off because he was a piece of shit, you know? Um, I'm also very, very tentative to glorify this kind of violence. 
No, I agree. I agree. I think that it's good that her story is going to be told and understood, especially because she has kind of turned into a punchline, even as we've kind of done it. But no, I don't think it would be... I hope that the objective of that movie is now to be like, yeah, if he's not treating you right, just cut his dick off. All is well. You know, like, I don't think that would be the moral of the story. Like, I think it's great to have a deeper understanding of what happened and, like, what went into that. I right. think that that's I don't important. think that they would be saying that that it was justified necessarily. Maybe it was justified that they break up, not be together, whatever. It was obviously to highly be, un, like, well, unhealthy. You, I mean, that could he could have died very easily. Like, absolutely. That's I mean, a lot absolutely. That's so much blood that you know could be lost that way. Yeah. I mean, watch teeth. You'll get it. Yeah. They die. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So much blood. So much blood. <laughs> Um, well, I don't have, like, look, I don't have a lot of things in the news this week. It was, it's been kind of a weird week. I've been, um, doing a lot of stuff for my theater company and then, like, also doing things for the podcast and it's kind of been all over the place, but I do have something kind of fun that I found that it's not fun. It's not a news story. Gosh, why can't I open this? Um, it's not a news story per se or anything like that, but... There's this new thing that's been going around on Twitter that I think is really funny. And oh, I know what you're going to say. Read some of these. Are you talking about the one where uh, women describe themselves like male authors? Yes. Would? Yes. Oh my I gosh. Oh my gosh. Describe yourself like a male author would is the most savage Twitter thread in ages. I don't even know what they would say about me. Oh, I would have to really think about it, but I'm sure I could come up with something about like. It would be... I'm sure for me it would be, like, would be pretty if she tried. Yeah. <laughs> if she would only put some makeup on, maybe Mine she would, would be, be like, something about being the color of, like, a mocha cappuccino. For sure. You know, where you're just yeah. like, Ooh, Yeah, you God. would be the color of a mocha cappuccino with... And then it would be something horrible about your hair. Yeah, yeah. If she just put a little bit of time in... Right now, if I was to be described, it would be greasy ass, even though I just washed my hair, I've been sweating my balls off in this closet. Sweaty ass, ponytail, serial killer glasses. They're good glasses. Feminist t-shirt. I mean, I'm literally in my pajamas right now with yeah, no bra true. on and a shirt that says angry feminist on it. Yep. Um, you are. <laughs> but it all got started because this woman on Twitter, Gwen C. Katz, um, she wrote a thing and it says, a male author is insisting that he is living proof that it's possible for a male author to write an authentic female protagonist. Mm. Here's a quote from his That's first ballsy. page. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's this do guy it. thinks he's writing a, like, authentic female. I'm ready. Let's do it. I sauntered over. Certain he noticed me. I'm hard to miss, I'd like to think. A little tall, but not too tall. A nice set of curves, if I do say so myself. Pants impossibly tight that if I had had a credit card in my pocket, you could read the expiration date. Oh, my God. The rest of my outfit wasn't that remarkable. Just a few old things I had lying around. You know how it is. <laughs> like, that that's the way that women are. Like, that's yeah. the way that we, like, talk yeah. about me. Like, and he's like, I nailed it, guys. Guys. I figured it out. I got this. So women started, so then this woman named Whitney uh, Reynolds said, new Twitter challenge, describe yourself like a male author would, and people went ham. And yeah, I like Shannon Purser's from Stranger Things, I liked hers, I can't remember what it was. It. 
we should trade off reading a couple of these. Just a I'm few down. of them. We don't have to read them all, but they're super funny. This woman named Jennifer uh, Weiner says, Her breast entered the room before her far left... <laughs> her Stop! Bre- no, no, this is hilarious. Her breast entered the room before her far less interesting face. Oh my god! Decidedly maternal hips and rounded thighs. He found her voice unpleasantly audible. As his gaze dropped from her mouth, still talking, to her cleavage, he wondered why feminists were so angry all oh the time. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's Fucking a few on here stop. if you want to read some. Yeah, okay. This is Jenny Trout on Twitter. She didn't exist because she's fat. <laughs> I mean... I mean, where's the where's lie? Where's the lie? She was not what you'd call beautiful. Eyes a bit too big. Mouth a bit too lush. Just a few too many boobs. <laughs> Her hair was dark because she was smart. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Alright, let's see. As she moved, her strong cocoa body gleamed as if, as if calling to the country of Africa. Yeah, because she's black. If you didn't get that, she's black. Her chocolate waist... I can't. Moved like an alluring siren calling me to crash on the rocks of her brown buttocks. It's so fucking funny. Like, mm. it's so funny. More, more, more! <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me find... Okay. No male author has ever written an attractive fat woman in her 20s who loves life, so I wouldn't even know where to start, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. She was 40, but could have passed for a year younger with soft lipstick and some gentle mascara. Her dress clung to the curves of her bosom, which cupped by her bra that was under it, but over the breasts that were <laughs> naked inside her clothes. Oh my god. She had a personality and eyes. She had a personality and eyes. It's, I mean, it's so, like, it's Okay, so two more, two true. more, two more. Okay, I love okay. this. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is funny. She stood in front of the mirror and ran her hands down her naked body. She could be beautiful, if only she was ten years younger, twenty pounds lighter, and had larger breasts. She sighed. She should have paid for a boob job instead of all that ice cream. But it was too late now. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. She was a gigantic woman. Bigger than any woman had a right to be. She laughed too loud and swayed her hips too much. Oh, this one I read a while ago. It's Amanda Wong. She says, I didn't write one because it'd probably just be about breasts and almond-shaped eyes, but I did a drawing of it. And it's literally just, like, breasts with no nipples on it. We should post that picture, too. here, I'll, like, take a screenshot. It's just eyes, and then underneath it, just, like, two cups. Yeah. Just, like, (laughs) how the fuck do you take a screenshot on this newfangled iPhone? Yeah, I did it. There you go. Oh, man. So funny. I know. I read those, and I, I love it. I think it's... I'm gonna... I think that should be our homework before this episode is posted that we need to think of our own... How we would be described? Yeah. Gosh. I'm I pretty, like, average height. I have no butt. Yeah. I have secret boobs. I have nice boobs. I just don't you show them up. You have good boobs. I know, but you don't know that unless I'm, like, naked or in a bikini. There is nothing for me, uh, literally, other than fetishizing my, like, skin color or hair i don't know that there's anything like immediately yeah that would be it like definitely it would i think another one for me would be like she would be pleasant if she never opened her mouth <laughs> that's also true <laughs> that's also true 
I'd like her if she didn't have so many opinions. Yeah. Why does she have so many opinions? <laughs> this Honestly, is a problem. I literally do think I have like driven men away in the past where they've been like, oh, she seems nice. I'm going to go talk to her. And then like 20 minutes later, we're fucking fighting about philosophy. And then they're I like, don't see a why problem in that. did I start talking to her? <laughs> maybe, maybe they aren't smart enough to be able to handle your type of conversation. We'll go with, we'll go with that. Yeah. Or I'm very fucking argumentative immediately. They'll well, then like, you need to I find believe in this. Else. And I'm like, fuck that. That's <laughs> stupid. You're dumb. <laughs> Here's all the reasons why you're wrong. <laughs> You're like Lisa Simpson, pretty much. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, it's a like compliment. That. Oh man, guys, this has been a very all over the place episode. But I think you know this was a good episode. This was more lighthearted than they usually are. Yeah, I really wanted to try and do something more lighthearted because our last episode, while I think it was a great episode, it was I, fucking I dark. Edited it and I listened to it back, and I was just like, "This is a really good episode," and I'm really like happy and proud about it. But it was a lot of really sad, bad stuff and I like I mean as is life as is life and I think that that's important and we're gonna have a lot more episodes like that but I think and it just depends on the week yeah I think kind of giving you guys like a little bit of a break to just kind of sit and maybe laugh with us and have like a good time for a minute if you were having a hard day today maybe you can just kind of laugh oh my god and if you can think of ways that you would be described by a male author send them to us totally want to hear that oh my god please put them on instagram and hashtag angry neighborhood feminist or twitter i am trying to be more active on twitter i'm not keegan it it hasn't been it hasn't been wholly successful but um i am trying to be more active on twitter so Mm. tweet at us you know sometimes it takes me a couple of days to see it but i will eventually see it and i appreciate it we had um my friend who I just want to give a shout out to right now, she is one of the uh, creators of Nasty Theater Company, uh-huh. which is a woman-centric theater company here in Los Angeles, and they're fantastic. They're super talented. They did Stop Kiss last year, and Anthony was in it, which is an amazing play about women in the 90s who kiss, and there's like a, a, a bunch of hubbub around it, and yeah. it was such an amazing show. And she shouted us out on Twitter, and I just want to give that love right back to her, because what they're doing is so super cool and interesting, and totally check out Nasty Theater Company. I know that they are now looking for new people, new blood, to kind of, like, help with their upcoming (laughs) productions. So So they don't need you as a person, just your blood. Just your, they're just going to drain you of your blood, so if that's something that sounds interesting to you. um, Go for it. Then contact them. No, but but seriously, if you live in L.A. and you are interested in getting into theater in any capacity, whether it be stage managing, directing, acting, anything like that. Or just um, watching. Or just, yeah, going and being a patron, then please, like, hit them up. Nasty Theater Company. They're fantastic. And we love Kaylee, too. So should we say where they can find us? Because we forgot to do it on our last episode. My mom's going to be super mad. Yeah, I did think about Liz when I was listening to the last episode. Um, Maybe you can just add that in real quick. Or I can. (laughs) Well, you can find us on Instagram at Angry Neighborhood Feminist. Yes, ma'am. And then email is angry. Oh my god! Don't listen to me. I'm neighborhoodfeminist at gmail dot com. Thank you. God, You're it's welcome. fucking hot in here, and I've had no, a I lot know. of wine. I know. And then our Twitter is yamf y a n f podcast. Yes, it's please follow. So- us. 
unpleasant to say. Yamph. Yeah, it truly, it truly is. But look, man, Twitter puts like a lot of restrictions. Yeah, restrictions on that. So also, I'm gonna say because I haven't mentioned it in a really long time, but we put it in all of our show descriptions. I really want to make sister solidarity stories. Oh yeah. I really would love to hear from you guys anything that you've experienced this week. Yeah, I check it too, and we haven't gotten anything. Especially these days, we've been getting so many wonderful messages from our fellow women, and it's so fantastic. We are feeling so much sister love. We want to hear your stories about ways in your day-to-day life that you are supporting other women or that other women are supporting you. Uh, things that make you feel good. Uh, maybe it's a fictional character that, you know, made you feel empowered yeah. or anything like that. To we be honest, about it. message us about anything. Like, I know that when we say, like, sister solidarity stories, it kind of sounds like maybe we're looking for something very, very specific. And yeah. it's not really that. It's just, like, anything that has made you feel yeah, good about your fellow yeah. fellow women lately, yeah. or inspired, or encouraged, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot it our way and tag us in it if it's on um, Instagram or on Twitter. And you can also find us on Facebook. We don't have a Facebook group, but we do have a business page. Um, your Angry Neighborhood Feminist on Facebook. And please, please, pretty please, uh, rate and subscribe and and follow us. And follow us. Yeah, please. Like, (laughs) honestly, to be quite frank with you, where the shit goes down is Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. We're always on there. Yep. And message us on Instagram. Totally. I love it. Direct message us. We love getting stuff like that. And And we don't get many, so we will respond. We will absolutely respond. (laughs) And we totally appreciate all of you who who message us. It It makes us... Yeah, and it makes us feel less like two girls sitting in a closet talking Absolutely. to each other. Absolutely, yeah. It's fantastic. It warms my heart so, so much. Yep. So please do that. You do love it. it. We love it so much. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public. Tune in. Uh, fucking anywhere you want to listen yeah, to your podcast. We're, we're pretty much on everything. We're it's, Mrs. Worldwide's. Yeah. Yeah, like Pitbull. We encourage you. Trey John. What the fuck, Anthony? I don't know. I think Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.